Welcome to Automate Radio, episode two. Today we're going to be talking about Instagram ads, which just recently rolled out uh, this week. And I have Ben Schmiegel here with us as well to give us some insights on uh, the different creatives that we've been seeing pop up for Instagram ad campaigns in our own feeds and uh, what lessons we can take from those as well. So to get started, uh, I want to highlight you know, the process of getting started with uh, Instagram ads. I think that's very important. Right now, it's a very complex uh, you know, getting started process. So the first thing you're going to need to do is convert your ads account over to the Facebook Business Manager if you haven't done so already. Uh, and then from there, you're going to attach your Instagram account to the ads account. And then finally, navigate back to the Power Editor and you'll be able to create campaigns uh, on Instagram from there. Uh, so the other requirement with Instagram campaigns is they have to be created in the Power Editor. So as of right now, you actually can't create Instagram campaigns through the native ads dashboard. Uh, so this is something that I think is gonna cause a lot of confusion, at least in the early stages of Instagram advertising. Uh, and hopefully that's something that uh, our solution can uh, simplify for advertisers. And that's one of the reasons why uh, our team actually ended up spending you know, about 48 hours with heads down the second that the Instagram ads API was released so that we can get this out the door for digital advertisers and really simplify this process. So Vince, you know, we've been seeing a ton of ads in our feeds since this went live a few days ago. Um, you know, we've been seeing a ton of great examples of creative and is there anything that you've noticed in particular in terms of you know, trends or uh, you know, different approaches that big brands are taking uh, when it comes to Instagram advertising? Uh, well, it's actually pretty interesting because you've seen a lot of lifestyle imagery, which is to be expected on a platform like Instagram. Um, I know we saw some stuff from Old Spice that was pretty cool. We saw Target is doing a really good job with it. Um, I believe Visa is even trying to do some interesting things with lifestyle photography, but um, you also have a few companies that really don't do too much lifestyle. Um, I guess like a, a good good example of that would be, I think I saw a Comedy Central ad for that um, the new Daily Show with Trevor Noah, and they really can't do anything other than showing the uh, clips for that show. So what's interesting there is they'll take like a segment and maybe like a popular quote he has said for a previous episode or something and use that as an ad, which kind of I feel like resembles meme in some way, but it's still kind of just going towards that text over, laid over imagery and stuff. I'm, I'm not really Yeah, sure. I think that there's, um, there's some brands, right, where it doesn't make sense for them to use lifestyle photography for an ad, but I think we're seeing a lot of, I would deem it to be hipster-esque Instagram pictures, which is very Instagram-esque, yep. um, you know, in the ad campaigns that we've been seeing. And I think that in terms of engagement as well, I mean, we've been running, you know, Instagram ads for a little bit now, and uh, the engagement is just phenomenal. So people are, you know, liking, you know, the images or mm -hmm. commenting on the images or, you know, obviously converting and clicking on the links as well. And from what we've seen so far, obviously, you know, this is to be expected as well. The competition is not as intense yet, but I think that over the next couple of weeks and especially over 
the the Q4 holiday advertising uh, quarter, which is the biggest advertising quarter of the year by a long shot, I think that the demand is going to start to increase, and I think the prices will start to rise up. But for right now, it's it's almost like a gold rush, right? Where I mean, we're getting insanely low cost per click prices, uh, you know, comparatively speaking to you know running ads in uh, you know just the news feed, the right hand side, or on mobile, even on Facebook. So I think it's going to be very very interesting to see how. You know the prices fluctuate over the next quarter, and uh, you know how brands are going to approach this brand new medium. I think you know one of the things that is is great is that you know brands have had years now to experiment and learn. Uh, you know how Instagram works, how their fans you know inter- engage and interact with the content that they share on Instagram, and I think that that gives brands a, a big advantage. But you know what are what are some of the other things that you think are going to be a challenge going forward, especially when it comes to creating video content for Instagram, um, because that is a, a creative option right now. Currently, Instagram has you know website clicks, uh, videos, and then mobile app install campaigns. So mm-hmm. uh, you know one of the things that's going to be a challenge is is the the video side of things. So maybe you can give us some insight into you know how brands can best approach um, you know the creative side of, of video on Instagram. Video is gonna be a tough one, just because already I don't. I'm not sure how it's set up with ads on Instagram for video. I I, I believe I saw maybe like one or two, but uh, the thing that's interesting with video is you have to kind of stop and see it. Like you kind of have to stop and look at it for a little bit. It isn't as quickly as just like con- continuous scrolling and you see an image pop up. What I think is gonna be a really helpful. Um, I guess a really helpful thing for video that a brand could do is you have to maybe have that like mainframe image be something interesting and something that someone's going to want to press play on. Um, Without that, I mean, a lot of people are going to eventually start seeing the sponsored tag and immediately recognize it as an ad, immediately go past it. But I think if you can capture their attention with just something simple, something interesting, something fun, they're going to want to look at it. They're going to want to watch it. Um, yeah, I think that I mean that just plays into the overall nature of using Instagram, right? I think that you know when you're using Instagram, you're scrolling relatively quickly through your feed to see all the different images that are there. You know, you might spend a few seconds on one or the other, so you have just a blip of time to capture someone's attention. I think you made a really good point that you know the user, the end user, is going to get used to seeing that sponsored tag up in the right hand corner. And they're going to train their brains to almost immediately tune that piece of content out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know Instagram will probably end up actually changing the placement of that sponsored tag specifically for this reason because I think when you see an ad on Facebook, especially on mobile natively, um, you know it's not as recognizable as it being an ad, right? Like it's, it doesn't immediately pop out as an ad. Mm-hmm. Most content looks like a normal piece of content, but by throwing that sponsored tag up in the top right-hand corner, I think that Instagram has made it very, very apparent that, you know, this piece of content is an ad, and as you're scrolling through your feed, it really stands out. Mm -hmm. So that might be something that they might have to change and maybe put it down below, but I think, you know, going back to your point, it's just really crucial to capture the end user's attention very, very quickly, Um, you know, and then hopefully nail down your copy as well with uh, a solid call to action. So that's one of the things too that, you know, Instagram has 
is uh, you know obviously hashtags. So I think it's important to not go overboard with mm-hmm. the amount of hashtags that you include in your your ad. I think a lot of people on Instagram specifically just go chaotic, uh, adding as many different hashtags as possible, thinking that it's going to get them more followers. Uh, but I think that you know keep it keep it uh, within within reason. I would say. Um, and you know, know your hashtags and make sure that they make sense with what you're trying to get across. Uh, and then beyond that, make sure that you have a really solid call to action in the text portion of the campaign itself because you, know, pe- you can ca- capture people's attention with the, the creative, but if you have text that you know, just doesn't make any sense or doesn't have any call to action, people are just gonna keep scrolling. I mean, that's just the, the reality of the situation. So you really, really have to A, focus on capturing their attention and then B, focus on having a solid call to action or a solid message that you're trying to get across. I believe I saw a brand a few days ago too. I forget, like right when it came out, I'm not sure who it was, but they, uh, for the copy, they just had like almost a paragraph of copy, and I just it blew my mind because they had an ad up, then the copy, and I think they were trying to force as much information in this ad as possible. Yeah. Yep. But I really, really think the shorter and sweeter you keep it, the more of an impression it's going to make on someone. They're not going to want to, They're going to want to read one line, and if you can capture their attention and make them engaged in one line with your as, with, as well with a really great ad, like a really great picture, a really great video, that ad is going to perform way better than trying to force as much information as possible into it. Definitely, I think you know, that's one of the things that's a little bit different about Instagram campaigns as well. I mean, two things on the creative side. So number one, uh, there are different image restrictions. I believe the sizing or the recommendation for sizing is 1080 by 1080. So that's number one. Obviously, you have you know um, the square dimensions, and we saw Instagram make this move a few weeks ago, uh, giving advertisers the ability to post uh, different you know image sizes, uh, both in terms of like you know horizontal images or um, you know longer images as well, giving more landscape space to advertisers, and I think that's specifically what that move was for, uh, and it's it's becoming blatantly obvious now as we're running ads that that just makes sense. So I think the other thing too is that uh, in terms of text limitation, Instagram allows 300 uh, characters, uh, which is a lot. I mean, if you look in Instagram, like you said, you know, you see uh, this big paragraph of text. I think most people don't spend the time to read all of that. Like you said, mm-hmm. Instagram, just the use case of end users is you know, scrolling through the feed very, very quickly, you know, double tapping on things that they like very, very quickly. Um, and it's a very fluid motion and it's something that they do all day, every day. So mm-hmm. I think that you know, you're gonna have to adapt to how people use Instagram because it's a little bit different than how people use Facebook. I think when we scroll, even on mobile, on Facebook, we take a little bit more time to ingest the content that we're, you know, we're seeing. Um, it takes a little bit more time to you know, say like, comment, or share versus just the double tap feature of liking a post on Instagram and scrolling very, very quickly through a feed that all, you know, relatively has the same creative styles or the same creative sizes. So I think that's gonna be very interesting as well. Uh, so one of the coolest ads that we've seen so far, I think two of the coolest ads obviously are from bigger brands. Um, Hyundai is one of them. They have this, uh, I would say, psychedelic-esque, uh, what would you call it, ad? I, I, I would say that, yeah. It's very visual, very, uh, I guess, I would say very like, tr- 
trippy in a way? <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely an accurate word. It's something that when you're scrolling through the feed, you can't help but stop and see yeah. like what this is. And then the focal point of their image as well is, is the car. And it's right in the center of the reality distortion field that they have around it. So I think that's very cool. And then obviously we always see, um, you know, this is to be expected from Old Spice, the crazy and wacky, you know, uh, ad campaign style that we're used to seeing from them. So they have this man that looks like he's, he's uh, in the grocery store or in Walmart or something and staring at Old Spice on the shelf and half of his brain is, is open and there's like a snake inside of it. <laughs> so it's just this really, you know, bizarre, um, interesting, creative, uh, you know, ad uh, creative. And uh, it really just stands out in the feed. And it's, it's something that obviously we have all come to expect from brands like Old Spice. Yeah. So any other, uh, you know, creative tips or any other, you know, where do you, where do you think we're going to see, you know, obviously we've been seeing a ton of ads since this in our own feeds since this is launched. So we have, I would say probably 50 to a hundred different, you know, examples that we've seen just on our team, you know, you know, capturing it throughout the day as we, as we remember. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you think, you know, brands are going to, um, you know, run with going forward? Yeah, that's, I, I think video is definitely a big um, opportunity just because we've been seeing a lot of that stuff go viral now that isn't brand related. Um, one thing that I can see happening now, this is just speculation, but I, I really could see brands working more with people who have gone viral on Instagram or Vine or something like that and getting them in the door and like, especially with like younger crowds, like that's going to really hit hard with younger people just because people have a face that they know who this person is. Yep. They love the videos. They're really entertaining. Um, I think brands are going to really capitalize on like their audience. Yeah. 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 So you get someone like a pew pew die to come in and and create an ad and instantly every single one of his fans is going to recognize his face or his uh, caricature Mm -hmm. in their feed and they're going to stop and they're going to watch the video chances are right Mm -hmm. so I think that's definitely a great point and that's something that especially some of the bigger brands are you know starting to tap into that influencer-esque you know Vine stars, Snapchat stars, YouTube stars channels to get the attention of their audience so I think that's definitely a great point. But um, yeah, we're really excited about uh, the, the opportunity that Instagram ads um, offers advertisers. And uh, you know, hopefully you get a chance to create your first campaign. And uh, we're really excited to see where this goes. So that's going to wrap up episode number two. And we'll be back next week. And we'll be talking about something else regarding <laughs> digital advertising, how-to tips, strategies, et cetera. So tune in. Thanks. Thank you.